Germantown is in session. Welcome, everybody, to the Nerd Melt Theater in Hollywood, California. How are you tonight? Fantastic. Please welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan Harmon. You can sit around and wait for the morning. He's doing a little dance. A little side to side. Is Peter going side to side? His hands are on his hips. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Sorry. Sorry about that, podcast listeners. You can't just dance on a podcast. Oh. Oh. I mean, you can, and you should. That's like the when people who are big fans of LPs, that was the cracks, pops, and whistles uh, of listening to old school audio recordings, metaphorically. Yeah. You don't see the little kicky dance <laughs> when you listen to a Hermantown podcast. You have to come here to you, Nerd Mouth. Your dances, historically speaking, are very kicky-based. There's lots of, little, <laughs> lots of little toe kicks to the side. I'm a little baby. <laughs> And I'm, I'm, I'm getting prouder of it as I get older, uh, which is good in a Kubrickian sense, because as we, as we know, like we do become babies as we get older. I, in my 30s, in my early 30s, there was a shame of the fact that I was a baby, because uh, you'd go out with women. Sooner or later, they find out you're a baby. <laughs> And, uh, and they actually say the words, you're a baby. <laughs> I, or you say them. I, 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 I'm a baby. Uh, and uh, I, 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 fi I found a girlfriend who is okay with me being a baby. Uh, I, I specifically uh, enjoy being a, a, what she calls a little cloud baby. <laughs> uh, in uh, would you explain? <laughs> I'd be happy to. Because uh, we're in a good mood tonight. Uh, I, uh, I have a big down comforter in my room, and it's white. And I like to crawl under it and hold it up to my chin and make a little baby face. And, uh, and Aaron, Aaron makes a sound that is exactly half horror, half orgasm. Horror? It, horror? Yeah, well, because she's going out with a baby. And she wants a baby. But she doesn't want to have to fuck it. No. But it's like, it's, it's, it's making her, her, the sh her dignity and her ovaries, like, fight each other and explode. It's like a Twilight Zone, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, she just, she, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't imitate it, but I, I, can make a, I, I can make a little baby face in bed that, that will make Aaron go, Yeah! Well, uh... I uh, I'm in a good mood because I got I got a call from my doctor today and I got I got really 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 like bad news from him. Uh, Congratulations! I had I had, uh, I had lab uh, lab work done like you know they they suck the plasma out of your body and uh, then they send it off to a lab and you you you, you fill out a clipboard. What do you want checked? I want everything checked. I want to know. I want to know if, if I've ever come close to herpes. I want to know. I want to know if I've eaten waffles. I want to know. I want to know what my liver's doing. I want to know my kidneys. Everything. Just like, okay, this is going to take a while. Okay, fine. Just give it to me. It's time. I'm 39, and uh, it's been a month. Then they called me today. There was a mix-up with the phone number, and they finally called me, and uh, it was a. 
it's, 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 it's dark news because I'm in perfect condition. And the reason it's dark is because now I'm going to kill myself. Like, 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 because I feel like He-Man. <laughs> I, I, I've done nothing but abuse my body. My doctor called me today and said, your cholesterol is well within allowances. Now, I, you know, we're a fat country, so, uh, you know, I prefer to look, look at ideals. You're one point away from the ideal. I think if you do a little bit of exercise, you can knock it down to the, to the ideal. Ideal? Dan, I'm going to go to the Olympics we, with my with my cholesterol. Uh, it, it, my 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 liver's fine. Are you kidding me? That that is a lie. My, Are you my, sure he's a doctor? That might may, not be a doctor. He may be it may be an elaborate kettle one uh, uh, sponsor con job. Yeah. Uh, I walk out of the place and it, the, the whole facade of the Beverly Hills Hospital falls down and. Yeah. Becomes, it's becomes a kettle becomes one a, factory. It becomes a truck and drives off. <laughs> uh, well, uh, it worked. I, I can't. Yeah, I, I, I gotta. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a little bit of exercise from now on and uh, uh, knock that. Uh, what's the? There's the LDL and the HDL. Doesn't matter. Who cares? But well, here's what I care about. I'm in perfect shape, Jeff. I'm. I'm. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a perfect specimen. Let's have a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a super baby. <laughs> A super cloud baby. There's nothing wrong with me. I have my blood sugar is low. I can't. I can't get diabetes. I could eat a million Twinkies. I can't get diabetes. It's impossible. That's not true. No, you can get diabetes at some point. If we I'm, live long enough, we'll all get diabetes. You're not it's a doctor. A, it's an age. It's an age onset disease. If, if you if you live to be a hundred, you're going to get diabetes. If I live to be a hundred, they're going to have laser spiders that go in your veins and cure your diabetes. They're not going <laughs> to. Dan, we're, we're 200 years away from laser spider technology. We're 100 years away from laser spider You're talking technology. like you know, that, that all of a sudden you know a lot about sci-fi. Oh, thank you for the segue, Jeff. I went, I went to the Chicago... Uh... Also, not only can you not see our kicky dance, you couldn't see my smug satisfaction about that segue. I feel like which part of my instinct is because last week what we did is we had a, and, and even people who unless you were here last week in person because we haven't podcast that episode yet you don't know we brought Spencer up and we embarked on our first D and D campaign with Spencer yeah. and uh, I'll probably let him recap it but uh, we we I fucking hope so because I. I <laughs> I remember we talked about mirrors for a long time. We were yeah. we were pretty drunk, but we we met on a road and we killed some goblins. We went into a cave. Lots of mirrors, and, and lots then there of was mirrors. a lot of like it was like like a puzzle game for baby boomers, like uh, <laughs> like mist with a Y, like. Uh, where it's like you rotate the mirror, and then there was like a statue that was red, and then there was a shield that was red, and that, uh, Spencer, we were so drunk. And <laughs> Sp Spencer, who was our, our dungeon master, for those of us who are uh, or those of you who are not following. Uh, the saga of our D&D campaign he walked up to me outside uh, like in, when people are waiting in line here at, uh, at Meltdown Comics and comes up and he goes uh, he, he opened up his book and goes, oh shit I, I, I thought I forgot your characters but I have them goes, but I forgot my die I forgot my 20 sided die yeah and so we went to the uh, to the front desk here at the comic book store yeah and they were out of them Right. And uh, so yeah, so he's going to be rolling dice for us uh, on his I iPod application tonight. <laughs> oh really? Because nobody here has a die. Twenty sided? 
No. Jesus. Okay, really. Well, I think it's shame that's keeping you from admitting that you do. Shame or ignorance. I think some of you are wearing your shirt from prom night and you forgot you have a 20-sided in in your pocket. Does anybody have a 20-sided die on them right now? (sighs) Always, always keep it on you. You would have been a hero tonight. Well, well, we'll resume our thing with Spencer. Well, that's what I was struggling with, was do we want to warm up for Spencer, uh, or do we want to get him in early so that we're not so drunk that when we get hit with a mirror puzzle, like, you know, that was the problem. Uh, uh, you're, you're the mayor, baby. All right. <laughs> well, I, I want to hear a little bit. Before we bring Spencer up, I want to hear a little bit about your trip, because I haven't seen you for four days. and uh... I went to San Francisco and Chicago since the last time we talked about anything. San Francisco, I thought there was an interesting thing. Uh, I don't know if, uh, you know, podcast listeners, some of you maybe are in San Francisco. There's a guy on the uh, outside the ferry building. He's a uh, very old, like, very Morgan Freeman-y black gentleman. Uh, he's wearing an old kind of, like, suit. Uh, like, like it's his only suit. Kind of, you can f- sense that, that he gets up in the morning and puts on his one suit. He gives you a very Morgan Freeman vibe. Uh, what, what do you mean specifically by a Morgan? Well, he's he. You want him to tell you how to golf or 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 play the clarinet or or or, how or to use the force or, or or be a librarian or or love a woman. You want you want him to. You, like, want, a, you want a mystical black friend. Yeah, he's he he, he 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 exudes that air. He's like he's ancient and he's he got a big smile on his face and he's holding a clarinet. And he's got a the clarinet case with the uh, with a recyclable bag in it for tips, and he's got a hat on. And when I walked up to him, Aaron was going to the bathroom. The bathroom line was so long that I got to kind of study this guy for a while. So if you if you walk past him, all you see is uh, oh, it's a master of clarinet sitting on the literally on the dock of the bay, uh, uh, hanging out, uh, watching the tide yeah, roll away. And and and, and uh, my God, I, I wish I was a better person. I wish I, I wish I had more. Appreciation for whatever jazzy arts he could impart to me. Um, uh, I, I, I was waiting for Aaron so long that I kind of stood behind him and watched what was really happening. He's really just—he uh, knows as much clarinet as I do. Like he, because he, he kept like he kept doing this thing. It was like a like an SNL sketch. Like he he was like like he he was he was continually like re-reading his clarinet like while he was talking to people he would like shout out to people and then they'd stop and talk to him and then he would he was just continually in preparation to play the clarinet and when, when i when i walked up to him uh when, when i walked when i was arrived at him it was at the end of an encounter that he was having for like seemingly hours with this old white couple that were like oh no oh, we gotta go I'm sorry we never got to hear you play but here's a fierce five dollars and he's like oh no take care of her oh, I wouldn't want to and then this other weird encounter happened where a, a guy a, a guy walked by it's like an 80 year old guy with a 50 year old woman <laughs> and and the, and the and the and the clarinet guy said uh so oh hey going out here? He would just shout stuff out at random people. He, he shouted several things out at me, but I'm, I'm Generation X, so I'd just go, huh, and, uh, and look at a bird. Uh, but, but like, old, old white people would stop and go, like, well, uh, you know, just the weather and the knees and the kneecaps, ah! Uh. Like, they, they, they would have this old person language with the, like, 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 oh, uh, 
Truman never got Dewey. Um, and they, they, would, they would engage each other. It was like ants, you know, like, like a specific species would like get into it. And, uh, and, and so that happened. It looked like he, 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 he snagged another like old guy who was like this 50 year old white, white woman and, uh, uh, the old white guy. And, and the old white guy, uh, said, uh, well, what's up? this is my daughter. And he, and he said, uh, oh, oh, I go to Sworn. I thought that was your wife. And, and then the old guy said, oh, oh, you wish me to have a heart attack? <laughs> well, a woman this age, you know, that's a good way to wish me to get a heart attack. You know, <laughs> fucking my daughter. <laughs> that's uh, 20, 22% of deaths over the age of 75. And, they put, and, and then the, he kept walking away, and, 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 the, and then the clarinet guy, said, like, he waited. To, he was like, it was like a block away, the guy. Like, there's no way he was going to hear him, but he kind of, like, the gears ground, and he kind of heard him, and then he, uh, he thought of something to say to him. I bet you wish sometimes she was your wife, though. <laughs> and then he finally. Finally, finally. Yeah. Played, after like played the, string of pearls. The, 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 the thirty minutes that that it took Aaron to, to go to the bathroom of this place because the line was so long, I finally saw this guy finally put this thing to his lips because I think part of the thing is you know he needs to at some point create a seam of like illusion that like he just finished or just started playing clarinet. <laughs> always just finished. Always just finished. Big, so he, I, 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 I was I, I was in his blind side. You know, like I was standing behind him, like flanking him and just watching him. And so he put the clarinet to his lips, and I was like, okay, here we go. Like, blow my mind or confirm what I suspect. And he went... That's, that's Artie Shaw. <laughs> Scales, I think he was doing, but worse, because uh, he hadn't seen Sound of Music. Um, and, then, and then put his prop back down and then just started shouting out everybody on the pier. I don't know if that's, you know, interesting to anybody, but uh, I thought it was very interesting. The clarinet is a very difficult instrument. There's a guy that, uh, there's a guy that lives on my street... I don't know if he lives on my street. There, there's, a, there's a mystery person. I, I went away on a trip to, uh, to France last year, and f- for three months before I left town, I would hear... And it would, get, it would start quiet and get louder and louder and louder. And there was a clarinetist that had just taken up, like, fucking residence on, on my street. And he would wander around, and I never saw him. And I w- went out of town. Apparently, he'd taken up residence on my lawn. And actually, uh, somebody, a neighbor called the police and took him to jail. The guy, the guy went to jail. And I, and I wanted to kill the guy. Because it was like, the clarinet is not an easy instrument to play. It, it was terrible. And uh, so he went to jail for a while, apparently. Now he's reemerged. I don't know the name of the instrument, but it's the one that you uh, charm a snake with. <laughs> In the middle of the fucking morning or afternoon, there's a guy. The cobra phone. The cobra phone. And uh, I finally saw him. He's he's an old, wizened, gray-bearded guy. He has a giant clarinet thing with ribbons hanging off of it. It's uh, yeah, it's the worst. 
Do you remember the guy? Were you living in Las Vegas when that guy? This and he 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 was a living. He was the Forrest Gump of nine eleven. The because, ranting raving guy. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, like the Persian guy that 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 he was, one and, day and before nine eleven. Not like, a, not, every a, day, not not Iranian Persian. Like every yeah, every was, day before leading up to nine eleven because I lived in Las Vegas from ninety whatever to two thousand one. Like like just every single day at the same time of day there would be this guy you would hear him at any place in Las Vegas he would he was he 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 wasn't like homeless, but he was clearly like mentally ill. I think he had a support system, and then the support system would say, you, "Yes, you can take a walk, Kyle. You can, you can, you can." You, and, and then on his walk, it was, Kyle, it was just an hour a day. You know, Persian. Well, you know, I don't, I don't want to be like Larry the Cable Guy and give him a name that I'm going to regret, but but uh, I don't want to riff a, a, a name. Uh, but 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 he he. Well, I want to assume his name's Kyle. Xerxes. Because I'm. It was, it was, it, his name was Xerxes. Uh, Every 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 day at the same time, you would just hear this like in the distance, like because uh, I would be writing with Shrab in my living room, and then you just hear from way in the distance here. And there'd be like a Doppler effect because he'd walk past your place like an ice cream man. <laughs> and it was before 9-11 and it didn't really matter. It was just a, like, like oh, that's a different kind of crazy guy. It's uh, be- better than saying I want to strangle your children. I can't understand it. It's kind of delicious. I like it. It's like an orange pop-up instead of a traditional vanilla bean. Um, and, uh, and, and then fucking, it was so clear. Like 9-11 happened and because uh, I was living in that same place. And you just like never, ever, that guy Vanished. He was like, he, he, he did like some some white van came and just sucked him up with a vacuum cleaner. No, I think his family said, uh, Kyle. Oh, uh, Kyle, no more walks. <laughs> <laughs> They're watching the news. But, as, as much as we like you to get out of the house once in a while, we, we don't want you to get killed. Yeah, they were watching the like, the news of supports, you know, 7-Elevens with American flags draped in the front windows because everyone was terrified of everybody. Uh, it was a horrible time. Uh, a, a, a lot of you were six uh, and don't remember how horrifying it was. I remember in the, in the moments after 9-11 driving with Jeff, my comptroller, down Franklin Avenue over where Birds and UCB is there now. It wasn't there then. And I remember just driving at night and like tra- you, couldn't, you couldn't drive. It was, it was exactly like after a hockey game like where, so, where someone won or lost that was significant to uh, the same demographic. Like, like the traffic blockers uh, because 9-11 happened and there was just the car the traffic was slow everywhere you're like why is traffic slow is there a 9-11 happening here too no it's just a bunch of 9-11 fans out in the street and they're they're like lining the street with some of them with candles okay fine that's sentimental that's nice um but i remember seeing like a bunch of dudes with baseball caps um, uh, on backwards with a bed sheet that said usa on it a bed sheet that they just grabbed it's like Wait, Steve, grab the bedsheet and write the name of our country on it. With, with, uh, with, it, with what? It, 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 it's, it's crucial that we do it now. We're about to lose everything. The towers have gone down. Uh, uh, our beds are next. Um, uh, 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 let them know on Franklin Avenue that, that, that what country this is. Um, uh, and, and, and they were chanting or we driving. It's like the, the, the cars were like this bumper to bumper traffic, gridlock, and it was just people go, USA! 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 And, we, and Jeff and I were like coiling down in our seats, going, we're, we're actors and writers. We're dead. We're, the next 10 years is not going to be fun. Uh, uh, but then we elected a black man. Uh, 
know. So, so what did I know? That, that was several years later. Though. We, 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 uh, society, society's never finished when you think it is. We're progressive. Are, are you going to... It seemed that night that we were dead. Do, do you have any... Uh, what do you think? Obama? Romney? You got, who do you like? <laughs> who do you like, Harmon? Uh, boy, that Romney. He's got pluck. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I spent. I spent five minutes. Just, I couldn't believe. I thought that was a bit. I thought it was a bit that that he was actually the finalist, like that he was the new McCain. I I, I thought there was an actual like onion bit or something. Like I, he 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 says nothing. Like it's insane. He's like a parody of a parody of something that's already a parody. I'm not. I'm, I'm not even. I wouldn't. I, I I would characterize myself as being left of what most people would call liberal because I don't. I really don't like the idea that we all accept that. that that government is necessary. Like, I, 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 it's a bummer, and I know it is to keep everything in place uh, now. But I think that there, you know, like it should be our goal to like go like what? God, we can't everybody stop telling people what to do? I just don't like this class of people like running against each other in these popularity contests, and they don't. They've never done anything in their life. They've never lifted a box. They've never washed a dish. They've never written anything. They've never directed anything. <laughs> I, I, I skewed toward my current audience in the last couple. They, they were never nominated for a Hugo Award. <laughs> they, don't, they, don't, they don't know how to blow glass. They don't know how to take care of children. They don't know how to eat their own food. I doubt. I, I bet there's a guy that squeezes like a, a fireplace uh, thing into their mouth with pudding in it or something, or like like RoboCop paste. You know, like uh, that's designed to keep them more political. They're just, they're not real people. They don't do anything. Squeezes like a fireplace thing. It's democracy. There's so the idea is supposed to be like the the ideal is supposed to be that, that we would all be like farming and then we would go, "Hey Steve, you got to be a councilman." And Steve would go, "Fuck you. I got farming to do. Sorry Steve, you're a very charismatic farmer. We need you to go to the to the big city where where and make sure that they understand how hard it is to farm out here." All right, but fuck you guys. 2 years and I'm out. Exactly. It's written into the rules. And that's supposed to trickle up that mentality. Like, the guy that's president should be like to everyone in America, fuck you for making me do this, but I will spend, because I'm an American, I will spend the next four years trying to make it as easy on you as possible. I'll try to keep these trains running on time. And it just, but, but, you know, our predilection for hero worship and royalty fucking took over. And and then who seeps in? These disgusting, gross, Oxford-shirted, fucking, like, 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 just gross schmooze. These people, they, they, they're, 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 they're proto-human. They don't, none of them. And I, I, I'm sorry, but I include all your favorite people. And I think that, <laughs> I do. I, I, and, and, the, and, the, and the fact that I'm afraid to say the words, I include Obama for fear that I'll get, like, it's, like, like politics, like, turns us all into fascists. It's, you, you, you start to get afraid to say the wrong thing around your friends, and they capitalize on that instead of going the other way, which is to say, look, we all have a wolf in us. We all want to chew each other's throats out but we're also all monkeys like we all just want to fucking eat berries so like let's try to spiritually realign ourselves
let's let's find the sweet spot. Yeah, right in the middle. Like 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 that's what humans are. We're we're the monkeys that survived wolves by turning by adopting their practices a little bit. But we gotta we we, we you know that's just such a bummer. I I, I, I so, uh, every, every four years you just it gets more and more. I get more and more crotchety, and I don't know what to do about it. And every, young people get so excited, and you don't want to you don't want to piss on that because like of course Obama's a better president than some fucking clone from a Republican vat in the basement like of the Pentagon like it doesn't of obviously but 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 that's like saying like diet Pepsi's better than piss like uh, n- neither of it's water like water is what you need you're dying of thirst like we need to sustain ourselves we're human beings uh, and I, I, I feel the same way about religious debate, you know, when people go, oh, are you an atheist or are you uh, one of these snake handler types, you know? I, I go, like, 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 oh, yeah, I have to choose between those two? You guys are all on the same side. When you, when you, when you kneel before a, a fundamentalist God and, like, quiver and go, like, oh, the Bible's a newspaper. Here's what happened last Wednesday in 3000 uh, B.C. Um, and also when you're getting out your slide rule and going, like, well, I don't know it till I prove it. Um, you're, you, you all agree on one, you all agree on one thing. You're all on the same side because if I said one thing, I could make you all disagree with me. If I said Dan Harmon is God, atheists and scientists would all throw rocks at me. They would all go, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're not God. But maybe I am. Why is that not allowed? That's the Ralph Nader of religion. But for each of us, me, you're God, you're God, you're God, you're God. Like, like everyone's going like, step right up to the taste test. Do you believe in God or not believe in God? Uh, last name first, uh, first name second. Do you believe in God or not believe in God? Do you believe in God? Blah, blah, blah. Do you uh, choose between math and uh, uh, a story about a guy getting eaten by a whale? You have to choose. You have to choose. You have to choose. No, I don't have to choose I'm, uh, because those both of those exist and both came out of my species mind. I'm capable. I have a processor in my brain that's more powerful than anything Apple could ever generate because it's capable of thinking two things at once, both equally. I am capable of creation. I am capable of mysticism. I am capable of mythology. I am capable of approaching my life from a logical and a mythical perspective. And I'm capable of both. And you want to compromise me. You want me in shackles. Don't make me choose between Pepsi and Coke because you're just pushing corn syrup. That's it. Uh, and that, I feel that way about politics and I feel that way about religion. And you, and you, and God damn it, I was in a good mood when I came up here. <laughs> we should bring uh, we should bring Spencer up uh... Spencer get up here uh, Dungeon Master Spencer Maybe somewhere down the road How's it going? Come, come on stage Spencer say, say hello to the crowd would you? Let me get up here yeah <laughs> Hello audience <laughs> Uh, Spencer, I'm guessing you're a cat person. Yeah, I have a cat named Jason. <laughs> I'm a cat person too. I think you feel like a cat to me. Like, uh, I asked him to come up on stage. He did so unwillingly. He, he's not. He's neither David Spade nor is he uh, Roberto Benigni. He's uh, he's right in the middle. He's just just glares at you. And if you have some kibble in your hand, he'll eat it. Um, I love it. I don't know. I just wanted to say I love you. Oh. It's hard for our kind to express love to each other. The Dungeons and Dragons people. It's true, yeah. 
Do you, do you love me? Yeah, I love you. I went, I was just. <laughs> I was just thinking that like there should be a universal symbol of just like no, acknowledgement and benevolence that we could just express to one another. So like, like like if you wanted people to live for a long time but also prosper, like uh, <laughs> like what. what? If there was a way with that, with maybe a hand signal. <laughs> Some kind of so, like, something you could do with your fingers. <laughs> where maybe two fingers touch the other two fingers. Just to get down to the logic of it all. Uh, uh, yeah. You, no, Dan, I agree. I Dan, agree. Spencer, you, you know what it is. It's called a hug. <laughs> no, it's not. That's H- that. Hug. No, if you're just hug. driving down the hug. street and you see hug. a guy sit. Hug. 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 Ah. Kiss. 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 Uh, it's like a it's like a Greek wedding. Uh, anyways, well, wait, did we derail you? Were you going to say something? Just yeah, no, just the symbol, the hand symbol is cool. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I think we all agree. It's Harmontown, or we should be safe to and and in Harmontown, the new Yahtzee will be Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, you want to you want to set up your stuff and. Uh, so, well, we should we? Is it possible to cover the time of you having to unsheathe your tomes uh, with a recap of what happened uh, so far? Uh, Un- unsheathe your tomes. The problem is, I have a written. Unsheathe down. your tomes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. No, no. no. F- follow your heart. Follow your heart. Make your books naked to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Unbind your pages. Flip to the chapter of my heart. Uh-oh. You did it. Uh, yeah, the uh, Television Academy agrees. Gave me an Emmy for best original lyrics in, uh, once. I don't know if I ever mentioned that. <laughs> Anyways, we. Uh, for those of you who have never been here before, uh, Jeff and I have embarked on a uh, on a historic new podcasting uh, experiment, which is we're playing Dungeons and Dragons on our podcast. <laughs> It's probably it's probably someone else is doing it, but it's, fuck it's, them. It's podcast dynamite. This guy's nodding in the front row. Are you doing it on your podcast? Is that why you're here? No, but there's a lot of podcasts. All right. Well, all right, fine. <laughs> he said. Wait, he wait. said. He said. There's a lot of podcasts. Yeah, of course there is. That makes sense. Like, like, well, yeah, that actually makes the D and D and porn are probably the first things to arrive anywhere. There's a new technology. Like, <laughs> Uh, like, 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 and they're the same people asking that question. Can we, can we use this to uh, role play while taking a break from jerking off? Well, uh, we should ask him then. Like, are there pitfalls? Are there things that we should do or not do? Well, that's a good idea. Well, let's bring him up here. Could you mind coming okay, up? Come on up on stage. You won't be humiliated. Sh- share a mic, Carmen. Yeah. What's your name, sir? Uh, my name's Greg. Greg. Okay. So, Greg, you're, you've you've seen Dungeons and Dragons played on other podcasts. Yes, okay. I've listened to it played on other podcasts. <laughs> so, are there? So, yeah, like Jeff said, is there a? Uh, is there are there things that we should avoid? Are there, give us some do's and don'ts for uh, for podcasting our D and D campaign. <laughs> like, what's the biggest mistake you think has ever been made? <laughs> Aside from the action itself. Uh, also, Greg. Aside from me also, Greg. Oh, sorry. Greg, take your shirt off. <laughs> nope. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, 
Okay, I've listened to a lot of role-playing game podcasts. They do uh, live D&D games and other stuff. Uh, generally, I stop listening to them because the people are sort of intolerable. So, oh, interesting. <laughs> well, if that was going to stop anybody, I'd be dead by now. Yeah. <laughs> um, how, how do we stay tolerable? <laughs> yeah, expound on that, can you? Without making too many what, enemies? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> what, what, uh, how about this? Uh, I'm going to lower your mic. Oh, uh, that'll help. What, 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 makes, what makes them intolerable? Generally, it's uh, uh, people laughing too much at their own when they quote Monty Python. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Right. Uh, no that, no money Python quote. Yeah, that sort of thing. You, you guys are new enough that you probably don't have any in-jokes from about right. four campaigns ago. So. But, that's a, but that's an easy thing to fall into, yeah. is in-jokes. Yeah, uh, in-jokes are hard. Um, I would suggest maybe keeping it short. Yeah. yeah. That's like, a good rule I, with anything. I actually, I missed the last one, so I don't know how this went last time. But We my, didn't keep it short. Yeah. <laughs> We fell I'll, into your third honest. sand trap. Uh, <laughs> there was a dog leg in the first fairway, and we ended right yeah, in. Since I'm on the spot, th- that did come up in line while I was. <laughs> People going, I hope they don't do three chapters of the laser lights with the statues. Yeah, I, I, I mean, having been stuck in uh, mirror puzzle type things myself in D&D games, um, I would say that if I was the DM, I might uh, lean more towards something which would allow you guys to role play and riff off each other. Right. Then having to figure something out. Right, right. <laughs> All right, Greg. Greg, everybody. Greg. All right. Well done, Greg. Thank you very much. Well, that was a wolf in sheep's clothing, wasn't it? <laughs> hey, d- 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 Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Spencer, uh, catch uh, the audience up and catch us up. Uh, wh- where did we leave off in our la- uh, last time in our campaign? All right. Well, I should say I was just testing the audience. I do have dice. I'm really disappointing in all of you. <laughs> <laughs> he had actual dice. He pretended to lose them to see who would have dice. Oh. Yeah. You were just a clever pawn in my game, Jeff. Well, I... <laughs> now that's a dungeon master. Also, that's a liar. Uh, Same thing. A, he's a mastermind. All right, you've got you, you. You have your twenty side. Yeah, yeah, I got it all. You son of a bitch! <laughs> Don't underestimate him. All so, right, uh, or, or trust him. <laughs> Don't do either. <laughs> These are the chronicles of Sharpie and Quark, heroes whose names are etched into the very walls of fate itself, who made destiny their bitch. <laughs> Our heroes were last seen hacking goblins to pieces and rearranging mirrors deep in the bowels of the trove. You are in the dark passage of a small cave, but you can see that it opens up into a great cavern. A pit stretches out before you, but you can see a rickety old bridge bridging the gap. Oh. Uh, Let's cross that bridge. Yeah, I mean, if it was going to break, it would have broken by now. Right. (laughs) I, I should warn you. Across the cavern lies an enormous white pig wallowing in a glimmering pile of treasure. <laughs> Wait, he's, he's underneath the bridge? He's across the bridge. Oh, so so, so if, we, if we cross that bridge, there's a white pig with some treasure? <laughs> yep. A, a, a living pig? It's a gigantic pig. A white, a white pig? A white, an albino pig. You can see it. 
I, I have a plus seven against albino pigs. <laughs> I'm making that up. He's making it up. Uh, all right. Well, uh, uh, R- rickety bridge worries me. Well, okay, but like I, okay. Craig, any ideas? Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's fucking scary. <laughs> Got a rickety bridge, albino pig. I want that treasure, Herman. I, I, I'm I sorry. I want that pig. I want that treasure. Uh, Sharpie butts a lot. I call out to the pig. It doesn't. Wa- it doesn't seem to see you. It's interested in wallowing in treasure. I think it's an illusion. Uh, uh, but the, the odd thing is, it's mocking us. Like I think it's saying, "Hey, look, you're pigs, right? You want treasure." Maybe because of my small size, can I get across that bridge without any trouble? You, you can sh- definitely try to sneak across the bridge. I'm gonna sneak across that bridge, Spencer. All right. I'm rolling the dice. Uh oh. <laughs> All right. You manage to cross the bridge, but you hear a couple creaks. Did I, but I, I'm across it? You are across it. So I, I, I probably worried about uh, fat ass Sharpie butts a lot getting across it. <laughs> not fat, I'm just not deformed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, you know, uh, we're, we're, I'm a little people. <laughs> hey, Sharpie, get over here. It's great. I heard creaks, fucker. <laughs> check, check out the pig. Uh, I, can I... Can I I, I check out the pig. The pig is wallowing in treasure. It stands a good ten feet tall at the shoulder. Its Holy eyes gleam yellow like topaz jewels. Can I attack this pig? You are far off. You're about thirty feet away. You'd have to charge it. I'm gonna charge a pig. <laughs> I, I didn't come this far to not charge pigs. I'm a bar, I'm a barbarian gnome. Yeah. I come from a long line of pig chargers. Leaving Sharpie across on the other side of the bridge, you draw your sword and charge towards the pig. Yep. It stands up in anticipation of your coming strike, and mm-hmm. as you see it, you notice a few gold coins fall from its mouth. You swing at the pig! It's a, it's a treasure-eating pig. <laughs> you miss. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Your blade glances harmly off the, pi- the pig's skin. You hear a sharp tink. Uh-oh. I'm telling you, it's like some kind of golem or something. <laughs> I gotta get over there and help my little semi friend. Just cross the bridge, you jackass. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm getting my ass kicked by an albino pig over here. Okay, I, I heard, I remember from my history that I cast Featherfall on myself to get out of that tower I was kept prison in. Uh-huh. So I assume that's one of my spells. <laughs> You've forgotten it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how convenient. Uh, the pig poises, ready to strike at your friend. All right, I bound across the bridge, uh, by the way, with, with, with planting my full weight on each footfall. <laughs> with ease, you cross the, cross the bridge. Ah, oh, see? Relatively yeah, few see? strides. You're across the bridge. All right. <laughs> Now you can, like, attack or cast a spell. Okay. Or do nothing. You can wait. All right. Can, just, I, can just, I attack again? It's, it's his turn, then it'd be the pig's turn, oh, then yours. Does, the, right. does, does, does sleep work on potentially inanimate pigs? Uh, <laughs> you can certainly try it. <laughs> I didn't learn anything about it. In wizard school, you learned that if this was, in fact, some sort of construct pig, it wouldn't work. But if it was a living pig, it probably would. Right. But living pigs are usually not ten feet tall. (laughs) Construct pig. (laughs) 
You cast Ray of Frost. A blue beam shoots towards the pig. The blade, or the, the, the beam connects squarely in the, ju- the face of the pig. Fuck yeah. See, I'm not useless. Yeah? <laughs> Took you long enough to get across that bridge. He takes two damage of cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's hope it's a level first one. level giant white pig. <laughs> Um, okay. The pig, reacting to the beam hitting it in the face, rears up and with brings its feet down on Jeff. I can't quark. Talk. Yeah, quark. Am I, am I okay? Let's see. Uh-oh. What's your armor class? Oh, 17, 17. Give it to me straight, Spencer. How am I? <laughs> the, I, got, I got a ten-foot fake pig on me. The pig foot lands on your chest, but the armor manages to protect you. Cling! <laughs> you are on the floor, but unharmed. Sweet. Mm. <laughs> All right, now go. So you're on the floor, so you can get up, probably. I'm going to get up. Uh, I get up. You leap to your feet! <laughs> I run behind my friend. So, <laughs> hightailing it away, you attempt to outrun the pig, but the pig makes a swipe at your back. Oh, shit. <laughs> I had my chance. Much like the first blow, this one manages to avoid hitting you. All right. I, you escape safely. I, I, I do have a giant sword, don't I? Yes. I want to attack that pig one more time. <laughs> All right. You whirl around and slash the pig in the face. You connect with the pig's face. A crack appears right across its nose. We'll be right back. (laughs) Uh, Is it my turn? You can go ahead, yes. (laughs) I I have to ask you a quick question as a dungeon master. Yeah, any questions. I have a list of spells here, and then I have check marks on some of those spells. You can cast the ones with check marks right now. Later, you can change them. Oops. Okay. (laughs) Oh, boy. Magic missile. You cast magic (laughs) missile. On the pig. A blinding sphere of light shoots forth from your palms and strikes the pig right in its leg. Leg? Let me get a dice. Aim for the face. A dude. I'm into the arcane arts. Not... You hit it for four damage. See? That's like twice as much as your sword, by the way. I didn't say out loud the sword did uh, seven damage. Oh. Right. Sorry, Sharpie. Twi- twice as much as my ray of frost. Yeah. I'm getting better. That's my point. Your arcane, your arcane magic missile strikes the pig. It is, atta- it is angry. It charges you, Sharpie. <laughs> it's r- barreling right towards you. Let's see if it connects. The pig plows right into you. It knocks you up into the air. And you land flat on your back, sprawled out. You can go ahead, Jeff. Um, I, I, I want to kill this pig. <laughs> How does just a, a regular gnome barbarian like me kill a fake construct albino pig? Can I can I swipe at it again? Can you yep. fly into a berserker rage? I, I, berserk rage. I go into a rage. I fly you into fly a rage. fly into a rage. As your eyes turn red, the muscles on your body bulge and ripple, increase in size. Get you a room. S- <laughs> you lose all capacity to listen to logic and reason. You yeah. can only take violent actions. Let's do this thing. <laughs> 
Fuck. You fly at the pig. I'm gonna kill a pig. Slashing it across the side with your blade. <laughs> give me, give me some, give me twenty. You got a seventeen. That's pretty close. Oh, it's not bad. You strike the pig on its flank. Its side splits open, and several coins fall out. It's still on some of its le- on its last legs. It's a, it's a piggy bank. I just got that. I just got that. Look, I can't hear logic right now. Oh, uh, I, mean, I, I, I say that aloud to. <laughs> you're, you're, you're talking to a crazy person right now. I'm attacking. I'm attacking a pig. Have I? Uh, uh, hey, uh, Dan, take the cork out of its belly. <laughs> Is there a cork in his belly? I examine the pig. Good Jew. Good job there. You examine the pig. Good Jew. Yeah, good Jew. Yeah. The enemy of the pig. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> you do notice under its on its underbelly is a, a faint line indicating maybe some sort of seam. Oh, Come on. It's a piggy bank. Yeah. Are we we're fighting a piggy bank? <laughs> All right. Well, I, is, is, is there a, a little hammer I can I can get a hold of? <laughs> Crack it. You can see some large lorocks lying on the ground. I, I I shout out to my non-logical, hateful friend. <laughs> the belly. There's a seam on its belly. <laughs> Your shout. Target the belly. Your shout rings out, and he barely can manage to register it. You're not sure if he understood your full meaning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I grab a rock, and I, and I attack the pig's belly with a rock. You grab a sizable boulder and smash it into the side of the pig. It shatters into pieces. Sweet. It's oh. full of treasure. The whole pig? The whole pig is destroyed. We beat the giant piggy bank. We, did, we beat the piggy bank. We beat a piggy bank? The whole thing was a piggy bank? Beating the giant piggy bank was, uh, uh, made po- Yeah, that was... That, is that, that, is that a metaphor right. for something? Uh... It's for your destroyed innocence as adventurers. Oh. I just made that up right this second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's... Let's, let's collect this treasure and wrap this segment up. All right. What you count 3,500 g- gold pieces in coins. What? Jesus Christ. A few gems were recovered, but you don't know their true value. Mm. You see a large, or no, a small jade statue of a lion. It seems to be glowing softly. It looks rather heavy, as well as a box. A wooden box. <laughs> Let's put that uh, jade lion in the box. Get the fuck out of here. The lion does not fit in the box. You don't fit in the box. (laughs) Don't be defensive. Calm down, Berserker Rage. Stop trying to do logical things. My eyes are still red. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're starting to come down. Jesus. (sighs) Take it easy. For future reference, don't just open boxes we find in treasure piles. (laughs) What? Yeah. Or do. Open that box. Or don't. I'm going to open that box. I'm still illogical. I open the box. It's full of scrolls. You don't understand. Uh, those yeah. are mine. Yeah. Yeah, that's obviously uh, literati stuff. Using your wizard eyes, you can tell that there are two, sta- or two scrolls of magic missile and two scrolls of burning hands. Ooh. Nice. I'll take them. You also see a large gold sword. 
I'll be having that sword. <laughs> As you reach through the sword, you notice a warmth in the grip. You hold it aloft, yeah, and yeah, it emanates bright light. We're talking about jerking off, right? <laughs> What's going on over there, Quark? I'm just grabbing a warm sword handle. Was it, uh, why is it warm? I don't know. You tell me. Is, Hot it, shot. is it just warm as he grabs it, or is it uh, is It's it, magic. It's just generally warm. Um, can I investigate the sword? You investigate the sword. Its blade is a bronzy gold color, and it has runes that you don't understand etched into them. The handle is bound in green leather. All right, here's my vote. We gather all this shit up best we can. Get and take... Take five. T- yeah, take it back to town, and like, we, we make Spencer do the grunt work of adding this stuff to our inventory Fantastic. so that we can analyze it in an- another installment. Look, a full day's work. We crossed a bridge. <laughs> another day, another 3,500 gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 kill, we, we killed the giant piggy bank. Spencer, everybody. Spencer! Yeah. All right, quick, Greg. Let's go to our let's go to our uh, Dungeons and Dragons segment, uh, Judge Greg, our man on the street, and see how that compared to his vast compendium. <laughs> Greg, what do you think? Uh, that was really good. I give Spencer props. Um, it must be really hard. For, uh, the whole time I was looking over at him and just wondering, like, how he could not freak out. All right. All right. It seemed like props. Then again, in my early stand-up days, when you wanted to fuck somebody over, if you were MC, you would come up after them and go, keep it going, folks. Comedy isn't easy. Um, <laughs> but I don't think that was the spirit in which that was offered. Uh, you liked it, right? We, yeah, we, we no, kept the short. That was sincere. Well, do, you, do, you have any, do you have any advice for us? Uh, like things to do or not do next time? Um, no, I... I Sorry, I can't. I got nothing. You, you were thrilled. <laughs> I'm thrilled. You were entertained. Yeah, right. Fantastic. We That's did it. Good. We had a good. We had a good. We had a a- good. Anybody else out there have any questions? Are we, uh, yes, ma'am, right there. Examine before you fight. <laughs> 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 a, a, a young lady in the crowd says, "Examine before you fight." Look, I'm a bar- barbarian gnome. <laughs> if I examined before I fought, you know, I, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd be taller. All right. <laughs> That's good advice. What, what's your name, ma'am? Jen. Jen says, "Examine before you fight." Let's that, try. Let's try to hear her ethereal voice next time we enter a battle. Examine. Yeah, you, you should always examine before you fight, gentlemen. I will say, in my in my defense, Jen, uh, I didn't know we were in a battle until my friend charged across the bridge and, and attacked the pig. I, I when when I see a pig, I don't think time to fight. I think time for breakfast or a, or a delightful Disney conversation. I, the last thing I thought was that we we're going to be fighting it. I sent him across the bridge to test it because he's lighter. Right. I blame Jeff. All right. That's fine. You, you blame me? Yeah. Well, I'll take it. <laughs> Have you played D and D before? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> This is life lessons. Let's no, that's it. true. Examine before you fight. Examine. It's, that should be yeah. written in Latin on the Harmontown flag. <laughs> Examine before you fight. Pick your battles. Thank uh, you. Thank I, you very much. Uh, <clears throat> I want to. I want to hear a little bit about your trip to Chicago and the. Uh, uh, Aaron gave me a, a couple little nuggets about the. Uh, about the, the the clientele at the Hugo Awards, can I hear a little bit about that? I don't. I, 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 it was uh, it was very interesting. Uh, I, I I tell you, like the uh, the Hugo Awards, 
both at the pre uh, reception. Ex- explain to everybody what the Hugo Awards are. Oh, it's, I'm sorry. It's the uh, Hugo Awards are are the science fiction awards, but we were nominated for one for the community episode Remedial Chaos Theory, which involved multiple timelines uh, and technically qualified as science fiction, <laughs> I guess, because it asks the question "What if?" Uh, which is how I would define sci-fi. And uh, we were honored. And Chris McKenna, the writer of the episode, and I went uh, with Chris's brother and my girlfriend Aaron to Chicago to go to the uh, Hugo Awards ceremony. And uh, it was amazing to be back in the Midwest and specifically to be back in the Midwest in a science fiction environment because the body shapes like were so... I have been... I have been the fattest guy in Los Angeles for a long time. And uh, and I was like uh, from Krypton to Earth, uh, like like in Rekka. I was like, wow, I am hot um, and able-bodied. Like, like lots of rascals, lots of leg braces, lots of scooters, lots of uh, the uh, uh, steampunk tanks to help people breathe. G- goggles, tiaras. Those are called oxygen tanks. <laughs> uh, just a lot of gimmicks and things. Like it was, it was very, it was very cool. These are my people, after all, and all of you are here. Just because we moved to LA to try to force our will on the on the public uh, doesn't mean that we're extra sexy or anything. But we, like, I, I like to think that the Harmontown people are a, a nerdy people, uh, and so I was, I was definitely home. Uh, and uh, but, but like the. It's very. It's just very interesting. Like the archetypes, like the the the, the rotund women who, like they 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 want to dress fancy. Nothing is lost on them about the idea of let's have a big fancy ball, but they all like want to do like well, fancy means Victorian or like like Dragon Times. Or, like so, everyone's kind of like wearing these costumes. Like everything's as fancy as they can muster, but without without buying into the bullshit like black tie uh, 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 paradigm, you know. So, so, so everyone's they, walking around. It's like Doctor Demento's walking around <laughs> getting tea cakes with uh, with women dressed like uh, just. Aphrodite and, um, and 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 no music, never from 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 the moment we got there to the moment we left, um, and we left soon because there was no music. And I'm not, we, we weren't like we're too cool for this. Uh, like like we we got there before the award show. We were told show up two hours before the award show to this reception. You're, so you're in this like banquet hall, no music. Everybody like totally cool. Like they're all they're, they're all good people. They're all clearly like like they've all been bullied and they're all very smart and they've all they're all dressed to the relative nines um, <laughs> by as per their galactic definitions of the nines. Um, they're, they're dressed to the nine kelvins. Um, uh, so, so like I said, there's like octopi walking around and, and that's that's not true. I don't want to I don't want to conjure that image. You, You've all been to Comic Cons uh, where there's a stormtrooper. This wasn't like that. This was like this was like an eyes wide shut, like like kind of like like back room at a, at a at a real sci-fi convention, you know, like like where the like you're not allowed to like these are these are like the the people that are into sci-fi books uh, and and maybe a couple movies if they're really book uh, based. <laughs> like they're they're they they like the smart stuff and they and I think they like fucking. I think I I because 
there. It's just like there's a lot of cleavage and a lot of like 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 a lot of like just like, the taking your boobs and pouring them into things. Like and Renaissance like, Fair like, kind of stuff. Because at the Ren Fair, there's, it lo- felt, it there's felt, lots of bodices and. Uh, it felt a little Ren Fairy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 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 in the sense that it was like, yeah, let's be fancy tonight. Like, did but, they, but, did but they, let's not buy into uh, Hugh Jackman's version of fancy. Did they embrace you? Did they recognize you or know you? Or? I, I think we felt we felt. I'm sure everyone felt this way, but we felt very nerdy. We felt outcast. We felt we felt lonely. We you were bought, nerdy at the sci-fi, right? Because we were just guys in suits, like like just and 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 we, so we found a table like you did in high school, except huh. and, and just found a quiet corner and sat and, and and then some people like made the effort to talk to us and then we loosened up a little bit and uh, but we felt very like like outside and, and like uh, uh, kind of off put and for good reason because I, I when we checked in at the convention the woman that checked us in said what's your name and I said Dan Harmon she said oh uh, community I love that show love that episode I said oh thank you very much she said you're not going to win uh, as I said, I don't mean any disrespect, but you're up against the Doctor's Wife, uh, written by Neil Gaiman, uh, who who is the David Lee Roth of science fiction, apparently. Uh, and, and this episode was the Panama of uh, of uh, Neil Gaiman things. So there was just no way we were going to win, and she 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 did the, she did me the courtesy of letting me know that as I got my name tag. Uh, which I appreciate. Was it? Was that? Was there any rehearsal for like your uh, interaction with the show? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They asked that we show up early. Uh, and I've been involved in other award shows, and this has never happened. Um, we had to show up for an orientation <laughs> in case we won, which just adds to the humiliation of losing. But. <laughs> Also, it was like a real, like, it was weird. We walked in, and uh, this woman just, uh, she was like five foot, like, nothing, and like, like just, she had designed the award. Oh, boy, I don't know how to explain this. It's, it's like, it's, I want to impart to you guys the misery <laughs> so that you can turn it into enjoyment. I, 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 but I don't know how to do it without making you miserable. <laughs> Like you walk in and the, and then you're in this space and they explain to you how to walk upstairs and I guess I guess every basically everyone there has Aspergers every every single person it's that's that's what's normal like 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 I, Wait, I the, the, the attendees or the uh, recipients? everyone every single person every security guard every bartender every 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 woman that's gonna hand you a trophy or the woman that made the trophy the 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 people voting for the trophies every everyone in attendance everyone has Aspergers. Aspergers. It's, it's it's just Asperger, Ascon. <laughs> and so I, I I I walked in and they and they because they, they they were just like ah oh, welcome as it pertains to so the obligatory instructions will now proceed. Uh, <laughs> you see the uh, stairs are in the center of the stage. Uh, you will uh, if you win and should you win, I will not presume that you should win. However, I should uh, the condition that you should win if it was an X or a gain, I suppose you might win. If you do win, please proceed in a orderly fashion up these stairs in the middle of the stage. If you try to go up the left or right stage, uh, you. You will uh, uh, instantly break your legs, as there are no stairs. So go up the middle. Uh, there is an X marked on the stage where you will pause with the statue. Uh, do not hold the statue. Uh, there are glass wings on the statue. Do not hold them like handles, or it will shatter, and that would be a bad thing. Uh, investigate stairs. <laughs> I investigate the stairs. Investigate I examine the, the stairs. stairs. 
uh, it there, was just, there is a giant pig on the top of the stairs? It was just 40 minutes of people telling you what to do should someone give you an award. <laughs> and it turns out what you should do is go up the stairs. <laughs> take the statue, thank everyone, and leave. That's what you should do, but it, it, it was just they, they Arthur C. Clarked it, man. Like they, but, but there, there was no music like, during the award ceremony. Like, like, there like was, okay, so back to that. So that was the rehearsal. We had to show up for that. That was the orientation. We, then we were ushered to the back of the room where the, the woman who invented the awards, like, or who designed them for the last three years, she's the she's the genius that put glass wings on the back of a rocket ship that you can't hold them by. <laughs> um, so so it was another forty minutes of her explaining, don't hold the rocket by the uh, instinctive place where you would hold it if it was handed to you and it acted like instead of an apology it was just like presumption it was, it was like hey fuck you for thinking you should hold this thing in any other way than the prescribed function I, 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 and just told you how to mail it back to yourself in a special box if you want it and you did walk out of there thinking two things F- fuck if I don't win this thing I'm going to feel like shit and on the other hand I just saved myself an asshole to work um, she showed you how to polish it she showed it and everyone kept saying like because the 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 statue's shaped like a rocket don't hold it like a dick because it looks like a dick like no no one's just saying the word dick like it looks like a dick like it's everyone keeps making jokes about how it looks like a dick but no one says it looks like a dick like all the all the all the women keep going oh yeah they're told us not to hold it like this or clean it like this or hold it like this it's yeah because it looks like a dick it looks like a a big silver dildo so like like own it or fucking uh our bonnet. Our b- <laughs> well. <sighs> uh, yeah, so we got the tutorial about how to clean it. This is a fucking thing that I'll never see again in my life, and now I know how to clean it and set it so, up and mail so, it to myself. So you didn't win. Uh, as Aaron pointed out, a simple 3 by 3 Xerox set of instructions taped to the bottom of the statue would have sufficed, I think. <laughs> when you, If you want to uh, get a look on the bottom. Oh, here's how I mail this back to L.A. Um, but uh, uh, we went through a lot of that stuff. Then we went to the reception. No music. No fucking music. Like, Was there music when people accepted the award? No, they didn't play them on with any. No, I'm telling you, I'm taking you through this chapter by chapter. (laughs) There's three chapters to an award show: the reception, the award show itself, and then the the post after party. After party. No music at either of those what? things at any point. Imagine an award show. First of all, imagine a reception I would see, I would where everyone's just eating tea cakes and going like, hey, what are you nominated for? I don't know. No music. You're murmur, just standing murmur, in a room. Murmur, murmur, murmur. And then they all go, everyone come in here, come into this room. And then you go to the room. And then they go, it's time for the awards. No, it should have been silence. It should have been, it's a dead man's party. Who could I? It, it should have been like the greatest adventure. It's <laughs> Or the theme from Inception, or fucking anything. Like, like what? What are nerds better at than fucking like, like, like soundtrack? You know, yeah. Like that's what we love. Uh, I guess it would maybe somebody complained. You know, you know what it was? I guarantee you, some some Aspergian person was like, um, the, uh, the the tech the tech is not good tonight. The uh, the speakers are not up to snuff. I, I will not play my set list with the uh, with subpar speakers. And the- uh, good news and bad news. Um, <laughs> The good news is the sound system is optimized for verbal communication. Uh, there will be no pops and whistles. Uh, the bad news is it's basically uh, anti-optimized or de-optimized. Uh, 
or for anything other than it, which happens to include tonight's selection of music, which is provided by Angela, and I wish she was not consulted uh, about this, and so I don't know uh, what is happening at this point in time, so I basically uh, don't know what to do. Uh, all right, Stephen, well, uh, I guess no music then. Or like, someone just forgot to play music, because that happens a lot. I was thinking that somebody complained the previous year, and they're like, Look, I don't understand why there's music playing, uh, uh, you know, yes. like like some music offended them or something. Yeah, your, your Ben Folds 5 uh, yeah. is, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, seems to be com- running contrary like, to It my just level. wasn't logical to play music. Uh, <laughs> and then, so they just stripped it down. So this award ceremony was just a, God. like the trophy itself, was just a silver dildo. Just like a, <laughs> just a, just a finely shaped like thing that could just impale you. Did anybody right make up. any, any uh, silver dildo jokes or was it? Well, only before and after the show. Not during nobody, the show. Nobody, uh, every, here's what everyone did, because everyone had been instructed as we were about how to hold the trophy and how to handle it and to not make it look like a dick when you held it. So every single person who won an award accepted it from the woman who hands you the award and then, and then looked at it like a soiled baby and handed it off to someone else. Oh. That's you, really are, weird. Are you happy you went, or would you, would you rather have not, not, not I'm have very gone? happy I went. I got, I got a, a 20 minutes of me being a big fucking asshole bully uh, out of it uh, in my podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I was happy I went. I, 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 like I said, I was honored to be there. Like, it was, as, I, as I've said, it was my big, big, big chance to lose to Doctor Who instead of Big Bang Theory for a change. <laughs> Like that's a, that's a, you know, that's nice. That feels good. <laughs> to, to, to write a sitcom that gets nominated for a sci-fi award, you, I'm doing something right slash wrong. <laughs> now, I you, wanted to be you, there you've for got, that. You, you got two TV deals with uh, uh, two different networks coming Thank up. Thank you. Uh, what is it? C- CBS and Fox, right? Yes, thank you. Um, those probably aren't going to be uh, sci-fi shows. Do you think you could write a sci-fi show that that, that would compete? Like with the the likes of Doctor Who and things like that. Like, do, do you think know. you could do it? I think probably because TV TV's big secret is like you just have to all you have to do is write a good pilot. You hire a bunch of really talented people and just like you know, you just farm their their sadness. <laughs> I, I don't I don't I don't think there's anything that's impossible in TV because no way it's it's the Henry Ford principle. Like, do you think it's possible to make a jetpack? Yeah, if you if, if you put enough Korean people in a warehouse and, 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 and starve them to death, yeah, you can. You, if you if you murder enough people, you know, if you if you, if you that, that's the Henry Ford theory. <laughs> Yeah, if you chain enough human life together and make each person do one small thing, like yeah, you, so you can do anything. You're saying you could write a sci-fi show if you if you put enough Korean people <laughs> in a warehouse. Yes, yes, you, uh, that's own? my that's my promise to you tonight <laughs> on this election eve. <laughs> Sponsored yeah, by was a, Nike. Wasn't it Archimedes who said, "Give me enough, give Korean me enough people. Koreans in a warehouse. <laughs> give me give me give me a hundred Koreans in one warehouse." And I can and, write. And you I will out. give you a hit UPN show. <laughs> <laughs> if you could write off the top of your head, if you could write a sci-fi show, what would the uh, the premise be? I w- well, I would either do it. Just my first answer would be time travel in general. I just I love time travel. I'd love to do a time travel show. Do it. My fuck you, lady. <laughs> no. That's the that's the investigate before you oh, fight. Oh, sorry, later. sorry, sorry, sorry. Invest- yeah, hey, examine before you yell out. Do it. <laughs> now, what she really meant—that was a reverse heckle. She, that was a high road heckle. She's like, "Do it. Get off stage." 
go write something. That's why. Uh, Get us out of here. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, the, uh, time, time travel, I'd love to do. But, why, uh, why time travel particularly? I don't know. I just think that's. Uh, cool. What's the, what, what's, the uh, what's the wish fulfillment in, in time travel? Because there must be, right? Well, no, I don't. I don't. I don't know. What's the, what's the fetish of time travel for you? Well, no, because the, the 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 you would say no. I think well, okay, yeah, yeah, empowerment. That's what it is. Like like because like if if I could be if I could go to any time, I was a fantasize about like if my whole garage with all of the stuff that was in my Prius got transported to 1920, then not only I'd be like. I could be like Batman because I'd have a Prius. What do, you, what do you have in that Prius? And I'd just be competing with like Machine Gun Kelly. He'd have like this shitty old car and, and, and a machine gun. <laughs> He'd still kill you. I know, I know. I, I didn't think my fantasy through, Jeff. Because I also go like, oh yeah, I'd have GPS. No, I wouldn't. The satellites wouldn't be there. <laughs> Yeah, but you're, I just you're, think you're, that's a cool Prius, idea. That yeah, it, it wouldn't have the right octane. If you were somehow just a normal guy in 1920s Chicago, I think that would be cool. If you were like, you, know, you had to like dress up in a suit and you're like, hey, hey, you know, I don't know. Yeah, wish fulfillment. That's everyone's like, yeah, everyone has a time yeah, that they'd I, like to I, go to. We all have the uh, the fantasy of going back. Like, oh fuck, what if I was like, I, if I knew what I knew now. I could go back to like junior high school. I'd like I'd be the coolest guy in the world, but still, I would still be bad at math. I would still be I, I, like I, I couldn't save anybody's life. I, I'd be bad at all the. Also, you'd be the biggest loser in the world. Like you would, you would, you would be more honest with girls. Well, they would, you'd be bigger loser. <laughs> like you would, there would be a couple things that you would nail, and then everything else would fall apart. That ever went together for you. Well, there's your movie. Well, that I think that was called Happy Gilmore. <laughs> or wait, no, what was the other one? Happy Madison, Billy, Billy, Billy Gilmore, Billy Madison. I think I think Adam Sandler was in it. He went he went back to school and he he went with his jean jacket and his ACDC music and he found out that you don't actually you wouldn't be cool in high oh, school. Oh yeah, I never saw that. Yeah, because high school is its own culture. It's based on it's not based on any actual empirical thinking. It's based on on the hormonal and like in the moment thing of like a bunch of young people. They're right and we're so wrong. So, Greg, uh, how's Dan doing right now as a podcast? I have the feeling you're looking for a way to end your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's right. Yeah, I. I a better comptroller would have ended the show right there, but I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, let's figure this out. <laughs> no, so, that's a, okay. Anybody have a question? Anybody like to? Uh... Oh yeah, yeah. Raise raise your hand. Okay, there. Shout it out. Nike sponsorship. He's calling out for a callback to the Nike sponsorship. Yeah, well, he's talking about. Uh, what's your name back there? Daniel. Daniel asks, uh, "What happened to our Nike sponsorship thing?" I think we uh, we have to figure out how to do that. We, we we were trying to strong arm Nike into giving us money, or actually any sponsor, by saying that Nike were terrible people and then promoting Adidas. Yeah, we should probably hit that real quick. Everybody buy Nike because you're racist. <laughs> Yes, Nike. Uh, the delicious shoe for the foot of the Aryan nation. You know, Dan, while you were talking about Nike and their overt racism, I was thinking about how comfortable I am tonight in my Adidas. Uh, it's, it's a new shoe called the Adidas made by Puma. It's the new Puma. 
Puma Adidas. We're, yeah, we can't fucking do this, right? We, 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 we need a sponsor is what we're saying. Someone all, dude, we got all tangled up. We, we, well, the answer to your question, Daniel, is we, we, we fucked up. We, we tangled in forces. We, we, tried, to, we tried to uh, you know, strong arm Nike, but Nike doesn't give a shit. We tried to out-avenue Madison Avenue. Yeah. We tried to out-avenue an avenue. Yeah. It's impossible. They're already an avenue. They yeah. don't care. Yeah. I, I, yeah. We, we, we try, I, I tried to stab a piggy bank earlier. We don't fucking know what we're doing. Welcome to failure. <laughs> Any oh. other questions? Anybody have a, have a question for Dan Harmon? Uh, right here, sir. Yes? Is uh, Kettle One your drink of choice, or is that just for bulk drinking? Is Kettle One your drink of choice, or is it just for bulk drinking? It's, it's my drink of choice. Therefore, I drink it in bulk. <laughs> Why Kettle Everyone, One? You can sense everyone's excited. They're like, try, they're like yeah. there's an ending! <laughs> no, it's, it's like... Yeah. I, 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 I used you to, guys want to help. You're like, and it's a closer! I used, I used to go bodyboarding when I was in like, high school, and like you, you would be out in the, in the, in the ocean, and you get so tired, and like sometimes a wave would kick your ass, and you'd almost drown. Like, just give me one good wave to take me back into the beach. Yeah. I'll, I'll, so, I'll, 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 I'll get on its side. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be great. Yeah, I'll, just, yeah. I'll just, I, I'll, I'll still say cowabunga, no matter what. You know, yeah, I, I'm gonna roll into a ball. Just get me back to the beach safely. You know, Dino's daughter got stung by a stingray. Yeah, Dino Stamatopoulos' daughter got stung by a stingray, the same animal that killed. Uh, Steve yeah, Irwin. Steve Irwin. Yeah, if it stings you right, it'll fucking kill you. Yeah. Even if you're and, an alligator and wrestler. By, by, by all accounts, it's bloody fucking painful to get stung by a stingray. And she's been stung by a jellyfish, and she got her finger ground in like a meat grinder on a field trip. Like yeah. she, and, she and and the same week that she got stung by a stingray, our friend's daughter, who was what, 12, 13, 14? What is she? Somewhere on, around that, right? Around twelve years old. Come on, Dan, help me out. <laughs> Wait, who are you talking about? What are you talking Tigger. About? Right. Our what? friend's daughter. How old is she? Oh, 12, 13. Yeah, yeah I don't know. She got... <laughs> well, what's... I, I, I can't wait to hear the recording. Who is... I'm like, what What do you... Uh, yeah, she's 12, 13. The I same week that she got stung by a stingray and, and, and screamed bloody murder, and it's very painful. She also uh, dove into a pool and did a flip and scraped her face oh, off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. got in a car accident. It's like they were like backing out and someone like, like, like they were parked. And somebody sideswiped him, and they, they, like, her and her mom got whiplash. Same week. She's marked for death. She's, uh, she's, she's like the, the final destination. Thank you, ma'am. Final ma destination. Thank you. That's exactly what I was thinking of, the final destination movie, which, by the way, are surprisingly good. You would never think on paper. Say, uh, applause, yes, for the. <laughs> In a, in a, in a post-Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, we went too far with the, uh, who's next? He's got forks for uh, toes. Um, uh, his name's, his name's Steven. Like, we kept trying to come up with an understated, well, Jason, Freddy, uh, Mark, uh, uh, Kyle. Douglas. Uh, Douglas. Uh, Douglas loves fire. He's got fire feet. Um, we, obviously, that had to give. And the Final Destination is pretty, I, on paper, you go like, oh, these kids, they go, you know, in the beginning of each of these movies, they go, ah, we're kids, we love having sex and the uh, let's get on the roller coaster and then someone goes like wait I gotta tie my shoe don't get on the roller coaster and then they don't get on it and then and then they let's take pictures of each other like in uh, so we can uh, rip off uh, 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 the Damien thing um, and uh, and then they and then they so they so then the roller coaster like crashes and big 9-11 thing happens and uh, 
but then one kid goes looking at the pictures and goes like, whoa, all your faces are like fucked up or there's a shadow of a thing. Like, like we were supposed to die on that roller coaster. Now everyone who's, uh, the, the whole movie is every kid who is supposed to die on the thing uh, gets killed by like a nail gun or uh, their dad closes the garage door on their head. Uh, <laughs> welcome to your grandpa reviews movies. <laughs> Don't, don't, no. I have more to say. Don't force that ending. Don't die. You see, he almost, he almost pressed play. Fuck you. I I had my finger on the trigger, and yet, I I think, I think you can do better, and I think they deserve worse. No, uh, this is the final destination. We're not, of fucking, we're not accepting charity, uh, no, brother. No, we're, we're, we're going to be here for fucking three more hours. Yeah, we're going to serve breakfast. I'm here. just saying, those are surprisingly good movies. I think I've caught like two and five. I don't I, know. I've never seen them. I have They're no pretty idea. good, man. Have you, have, you, have you heard about or seen this movie, Martyrs? Has anybody seen that piece of shit? Uh, one person backstage. Uh, anybody out there? There's two martyrs yeah, out there. Uh, two, what? Two, two, martyrs. Martyrs. Uh, martyrs. Uh, like a martyr. I thought it was about like loose leaf. No. Uh, <laughs> my, my, this is 3.5 inches. My advice. My advice to you is, is it French? Right. Like the director is a, is, a, is a French film. My advice to you is don't see it. <laughs> Do not see it unless you like uh, misogynistic French directors beating women for fucking 13 years and then ending on a kind of like, like oops, we we did it. Like that's that's the movie. <laughs> Somebody fucking gave me that movie. A bartender at the fucking drawing room gave me that movie. Like, Jeff, you like weird movies? Watch Martyrs. It's crazy. Get to the end. I watched it. Halfway through, I texted her. I was like, I hate you, and I hate everyone you know, and I hate this movie. And if I ever see you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do to you what this movie did to me, and I'm going to beat you and tie you and feed you pea soup and beat you to death like the fucking women that do in it. Skin you alive and then have no ending. And then I watched the ending. I'm like... Okay, it's a pretty good ending. But don't watch the movie. Don't fucking watch Martyrs. Well, Jeff. When you, when you watch the DVD, they gave, they gave me the DVD that you can't fucking... It's not in stores. It's not, you can't go to your fucking... It's not on Netflix. And there's a good reason, because it's fucking... It's an atrocity. And I watched the movie, and it, I've never seen a movie... The, the, the DVD options are play movie, uh... Uh, subtitles, uh, audio options. One of them was play movie... Play movie with director uh, introduction. That's, that's, I've never seen that. And there's a, there's a little kind of chubby French guy goes like, uh, he's standing by like his, his, his collection of DVDs. So there's like like you know like everything that Quentin Tarantino did, and you know like he's like, uh, I'm sorry that you have to watch this movie. Uh, I, I, uh, did, did, uh, if you went online and watched, uh, watched the uh, scenes of reviews on uh, the internet, I, I wish you had not. I wish you come in as a virgin and do not watch the, the come in just open. I feel I'm sorry for what I made. And he, and he, he spends 10 minutes apologizing for his movie. I'm glad I watched that because if I didn't, I would never have watched it. If I see him, I'm still going to kick him in the dick. <laughs> Don't watch murders. But do. Well, Jeff, I'm glad that this came up. Uh, And in fact, I knew it would because tonight has been a labyrinthine uh, manipulation to get it to come up because... The director of Martyrs is actually here in the front row. Here Let's he bring comes. Jean Claude Bon. <laughs> what's wrong? Why? Well, what's the problem? I already apologized in the, uh, well, uh, in, the uh, in the thing. I just feel like you hate women. Uh, I love women. Well, yeah. How come? How come only women get beaten up and the men never do? Uh, because they are there. Why? Why climb Mount Everest? Uh, it's it, uh, the beautiful women are. Uh, are, are, are uh, their ability to to be beaten is. 
is, uh, is, uh, is, 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 is an expression of postmodern uh, alphabet. Do, do <laughs> postmodern alphabet? What, what, what would a postmodern alphabet be? Like, uh, like oh, well, well, it'd be like a woman. It'd be like the figure eight of the violin, or the curves, or the femininity. It's all the beautiful, punchable parts. Now, I, I, I feel like, I feel like be, because, it's, because it's only women being tortured, brutalized, and, and beaten to death to the point of, uh, like, to, like, within an inch of their life, and actually to death, the fact that you made the bad guy a woman seems like an apology. That seems like you're just trying to get away with misogyny by making the, the, over, like, like the main bad guy also a woman. Uh, Touche. <laughs> And the show. <laughs> wait, wait, point at me and yell it. Point, point at me and yell it, Dan. Do it. Do it. Point at me and yell it. He should have ended the I'll show. I'll do it. Though. I'll do it. Uh, I'll do it. No, no, it's too late. It's too late. No, I, I, I want late. you. I want you to beg for it, you piece of shit. <laughs> You're like a woman strapped to a chair, forced to poop in a bucket. You're martyring yourself right now. I want to see the look on your face when you die. I'm Barrel from the Masters, the Eli Roth, the Sam Peckinpah. Oh, Sam Peckinpah. Again, anybody want to see Sam Peckinpah films? Sam no, Peckinpah. There's zero. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, Welcome it, to the fucking Thunderdome. Sam Peckinpah, known as a great director. However, in every fucking movie he made, and enjoyed rape. Rape is justified. Yeah, uh, rape uh, is not... not, not a just case ju- for rape. Yeah, not, not just justified, but women fucking like, no, no, uh, maybe, oh, yes, oh, oh, my oh, hero. Oh, now that... It, fucking yeah. boo. That guy is fucking gross. <laughs> Sam Peckinpah. Yeah, Wild Bunch, yeah, it's a good movie, yeah. but still, uh, you, uh, fucking that guy creeps. Uh, how about this, gentlemen? Uh, there, there are There's got to be a way to guarantee a closer. There, there are men in the audience. Let's have a costume contest. Uh-huh. Costume contest? Yeah. On a, on a podcast? Yeah. All right. Let's no, do it. Let's let's do it. No, no, no. That's, right. that's a bad idea. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I would say that if you're a gentleman out there that's a writer, TV, screenwriter, films, come uh, up and knock my hat off. <laughs> Your idea, Zach. Back here, our tech, uh, our tech guys wants uh, wants you to wrap, R- wrap up the show. Well, wrap up the show. Oh, but... wrap like a wrap like a like a like a like a, a, a an art form, like a Nelly. Someone called. <laughs> well, how about this, Dan? Uh, let's see if I, let's see if I can pull this off here. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna pull, I'm, I'm gonna pull up Johnny Cash. <laughs> we're, we're, we're we're gonna do a. We're going to do a Johnny Cash song. Think about summing up the show right now. Here's, a, here's an interesting topic. I, 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 I bet you could break this room into two, two groups of people. People who like, like keep listening to different songs, and then do, I'm in the other group. Do you just like... Do you land on a song and it doesn't ma- like you just wear it out? Or just like like put it on a loop and you're just like fucking oh, song and you get a little embarrassed about it. I remember when I was a kid, my dad because we're right, we're right now just j- just to equate myself with this like because we were playing Rockstar and that 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 song uh, by the Yeah Yeah Yeahs uh, like wait they don't love you like I love you wait they don't love you I fucking love that song so much I just keep playing it playing it playing it over and over and uh, but I, and I remember my my dad, when my parents uh, separated, uh, he kept playing Turnaround Bright Eyes, like, 
Total, total eclipse of the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Total eclipse of the heart. Yeah. Parentheses. Uh, turn around, bright eyes. I remember being in my room, like ten years old, and like hearing that song on a boombox in my kitchen, like living alone in a house with my dad, and like, like, like just hearing that song just kept playing over and over again. And I was, I couldn't leave the house. I like wanted to go play. I was at that point finally willing to play baseball. I was like, I would do anything to get out of my room, but I couldn't leave because any any path would take me past my father, who I could hear was playing uh, Eclipse of the Heart like on a loop. It was really weird. So you're saying you're, uh, the house was like a powder keg and giving off sparks? <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. I really need you tonight. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I blocked it out. I don't know, but it kept playing. Come on, Harmon. Which one is this? I'm sorry, this show was bad. I'm sorry, it went bad. I'm sorry, it got slower. And that you rhyme bad with bad? (laughs) Thank Jeff Comptroller for siding with negativity. I guarantee this won't be a closer. Because it's impossible to rhyme with negativity. Nativity. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We fucking did it. Thank you for coming to Harmontown once again. No! No! All right? No. No. I know. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. There will be a real closer. <laughs> It'll be genuine. <laughs> matter. I'm defiant. I was going to end that motherfucker. I know. Th- th- it doesn't matter. You can end on anything. You can, uh, these people have all been at things that have ended badly. I don't accept that ending. There's got to be a new way. All right. Okay. All right. There's no way out. All right. You're on, you're on your own. There's got to be a way out. There's no way out. There's got to be a way no, out. No, these people are hostages. No, there's a w- <laughs> There's a way out. There's a way out. All right. We're all the guys fucking settle in. This is it. All right. You sir, what's your name? Andy. Andy. Okay. Andy, what's your favorite comfort food? That's tough. Um, That's tough, Andy says. Steak. steak. Yeah. Okay. Andy likes steak. Okay. All right. All right. What's your name, sir? Jason. Jason. Okay. What is your least favorite food? Seafood. Seafood. Okay. All right. Andy likes steak. Jason hates seafood. And that is the title of the movie I'm about to improvise. Do you, do you want theme music or you're good? Theme music, please. Obviously. <laughs> no, hang on. We can do better than that. <laughs> Sir! Something's gone wrong! What is it, Jason? <laughs> it's the steak! It's, it's, it's threatening all the seafood! Let's get out there! And rectify that situation. Yeah, I just, I was coming here to suggest that. I just, I can't go over your head. 
look, I wasn't saying that you should. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm like, like, what? Sir, is there something wrong? Yeah, I get insecure. I feel like I got promoted before you. Don't, don't let that worry you. I've always respected you. I know that. Let's get out there. Get in the Jeep. The steak Jeep? Tom Clancy Chiron, steak zone, sector seven. was that? I got movement. What? <laughs> Stand down, Lieutenant. No, sir, I got movement. You will silence yourself. We're going on R&R. Our hubris is primary. We will relax. We will not pay attention to any incoming data. But, sir, I don't... Seafood! Ah, shit! Oh, my fucking asshole! Oh, I'm getting ripped out of my pussy! Oh, Monica Lewinsky, cigars, got milk, closer! We did it! Nerd Melt, it's been my pleasure to rip the fucking roof off this place! Mic drop! Sorry. Oh boy, Dan Harmon, everybody. In an unclosable show, he closed it. Keep your applause going if you would for Katie Levine, our audio recorder, Zach McKeever, our tech, Emily Gordon, our producer of the live show, Daniel Kramer, program director, Dustin Marshall, podcast producer, Mo Fafflebath, on-site director, Jenny Fine, our fine artist. I've been Jeff Davis. This is Harmontown. Thank you all for coming. Spencer, our Thank dungeon you master. Great. great patient. Thank you. Sorry. Greg, Sorry. our dungeon master assistant. God bless Spencer. you all for suffering through what might be the greatest night in podcast history. Let's all get drunk together, won't we? We love you.